Hey family, it is your girl, your favorite sister, KT, checking back in. Listen, I know that we have been on a long break. I've gone on vacation. Coronavirus is still going on. I mean, we are almost done. Let's just say that we're almost done with this wild and crazy roller coaster, beautiful blessing of a year. And God is still God. Today, we're going to talk about placement. I mean, from corporate America to sports teams to even families have placement. And I think that it's super dope that we all have something special to offer. We all have something that we bring to the table. Now, it is your job to discover what that thing is. It is your job to figure out who you are and what it is that you're needed to do or even called to do. We all have passions. We all have things that we enjoy and that we like, but we also have purpose. So I want to talk to you about finding your place. Now I can say for me personally, I know that a part of my mission is to use practical principles to help bring God's word alive to your naked eye or to your natural eye, in other words. So what I want to talk about today as we get into this content, Joseph was one of my favorite characters in the Bible, um, or in the Bible days, I should say. Uh, one One of the people that I truly look to for um, an inspiration as far as his storyline. And when I say his story is all about placement, this story starts in Genesis chapter 37, where Joseph is Jacob's second to youngest son. Now, I don't I don't want to get too far into the lineage, but that's besides the point. Joseph is this awesome, handsome, strong young man who dreams. Those of us that dream, and I mean really dream, like not even just physically in your sleep dream, but those of us who have dreams, our placement helps us to cultivate those dreams because if you're not in your proper position, and I'm just going to quickly insert this, if you're not in your proper position, you won't be able to make those dreams come true. So with Joseph, I think that he got a little ahead of himself. So Joseph had dreams, multiple dreams about him being this great leader and his brothers, which he had like 11 of them. I believe he was 11 and he had a younger brother that made 12. So It wasn't like it was a small family at all. Joseph dreamed that these brothers were bowing to him on multiple occasions. He kept sharing this dream because he was excited. He had no idea where this placement um, that he was ultimately going to get to, where that journey led him and how he was going to received this blessing in the end to add insult to injury his father pretty much dubbed him the favorite and gave him this coat with many colors you may have heard that part of the story it ends up being a disaster after he's getting this favoritism from his dad and he's sharing these dreams that he's getting his brother's become jealous 
to the point where they threw him in a pit and was then sold into slavery. I think that it took Joseph going through the trials and the tribulations and the heartaches and the suffering, whatever it is that you want to call it, it took Joseph going through that to get him to where he was going. However, he was not aware of the journey. He was not aware of how the assignment was going to unfold. And so that's why I think it's super important that the first thing that I'm going to charge you to do is be in prayer. The Bible says all things with prayer and supplication, make your request be made known to God. So even though Joseph knew that his brothers would soon bow to him, Joseph should have prayed and asked God for the timing. Or Joseph could have prayed and asked God for clarity. Um, There's a lot of things that he could have prayed for, but the point is Joseph should have prayed even before he released the dream. So now, you know, he's on cloud nine. Daddy is giving you this beautiful coat. You're having these dreams where you're this awesome ruler and leader, but prayer would have given him the clarity or maybe even the insight on what it is that was to come. Well, let's let me backtrack a little bit. His brothers actually wanted to kill him. That's how much jealousy and hatred grew in their hearts. And they ended up selling him into slavery. Oh, and lied to their father about what happened. So now Daddy Dearest is thinking that his most prized son has been killed by an animal. So that's that's deception, but that's another story for another day. So Joseph ends up at Potiphar's home. And there he is thriving. He is helping Potiphar um, become rich in his land and even in his home life. So pretty much Joseph has so much favor on him. Again, he did not know where he was going or how he well he knew where he was going but he didn't know how he was going to get there so that the favor of God was still on him the hand of God was still on him but his placement at that time was serving Potiphar and making sure his affairs and everything were in order so because he had so much favor on him and and by this time you know Joseph's getting older he was a handsome man so he's starting to look good okay he's starting to be attractive to the eye and so Potiphar's wife was attracted to him and she actually pinned him for rape he actually did not lay with her or force upon her anything but because she said he did Potiphar then sent Joseph to prison and so while in prison Joseph meets the cupbearer and the baker. They were sent to prison for their own reasons. Long story short, Joseph has dreams about them. He has dreams that they're both going to get out. One is going to be restored. One is going to die, (laughs) for lack of better words. One is going to prosper in a way, and one is going to meet their demise. So pretty much... What I, what I want you to understand from this story, Joseph had to serve time. Joseph was slandered and even exiled by his 
own brothers. All of these things happened to Joseph, but he still worshiped God. He still trusted God. He still did what he was called to do. And that's even a form of worship and praise. So that's my practical tip number two for you is to always worship and praise. Use those things as your weapon. If you don't know where to start, find some good music, worship music or praise music that you can listen to. Go um, read the Bible, go listen to a sermon, find a teacher of the word of the gospel that you will follow and you'll be able to understand. Or even in this setting with me, which kind of segues into my tip number three for you is get connected. So the best way to, and especially if you're just starting out, the best way to learn to worship, to learn to praise and to actively do those things is being connected. So if it's just from the ground up for now, if it's by finding a church home, if it's about getting connected to people that are about purpose and are about your purpose, then then do that. I encourage you and I even challenge you to get connected, especially with everything that we've gone through in this year, 2020 alone with COVID and with being isolated and quarantined from one another, the best thing that we can do is find a way to be connected. Find other believers, other people that we can pull on and gravitate to. And even that can show us and help us to learn what it is that we are doing, right? So if you can learn anything from Joseph, the first thing is that He knew that he had a purpose. He knew that he would have destiny fulfilled. He just didn't know how he was going to get there. The second thing I want you to take from Joseph is that he was a dreamer, right? He dreamed dreams. Now he physically, you know, in his sleep dreamed dreams, but I believe that our dreams are so much more than just that. Our dreams are also our goals, our plans, our intent, and even for some of us, our assignments, our purpose. And so I want you to begin to think about what are your dreams? Even if you would write those things down, the Bible says, write the vision and make it plain. I would charge you to write down those things and seek after God. So you can go into prayer, practical tip number one, praise and worship, practical tip number two, and then also getting connected, practical tip number three. Number four is study the word of God. Listen, y'all, I have found so much revelation, so much understanding and knowledge just by reading the word of God and understanding who I am and how I can relate to it. You have to allow the Bible to come alive. Joseph had a word of the Lord. He just wasn't for sure where it was going to take him, but he also had faith. And here's why, because he had those dreams and he still kept going with God. Even when they uh, accused him of doing something he didn't do, uh, a horrendous crime at that, even when he was locked up for all that time, even when he was enslaved, even when he had gone through so much, even with his family and 
what I want you to understand is your faith can accelerate the journey. No, seriously. After all that he had went through, the favor of God continued to shine upon him. The favor of God continued to pull him out of the dark places that he could have allowed himself to go, but he didn't. He trusted in what he saw. He trusted in the one that he believed in and the one that he served. So when I say your faith can accelerate the journey, don't take it for granted. When God shows you things, when he begins to reveal things to you, the last four practical tips that I mentioned are all ways where God can speak to you. When he begins to show you those things, then it's your turn to posture up. What do I mean by posture up? I mean, get in your bag, bro. Get in your bag, sis. Understand and learn what it is that you're called to do and how you can fulfill it. It is a journey, but even as you find those who are connected to your purpose, see, because I believe this is a season of divine connections. The people that are assigned to you, the people that you are assigned to, are going to come to pass. They're going to come forth. They're going to come into your world. But you have to have the open arms to accept them. Listen, I have not had the easiest journey. Following the things of God, it can be hard sometimes. Like seriously, don't get me wrong. It's not easy. But I'm so thankful for accountability. I'm so thankful for the people in my life who push me and who pray for me. And it And that just brings me into practical tip number five. Walk, serve, and live in the promises of God. The Bible is filled with so many promises. Even Joseph being our example today, he still had a promise. If you don't go back and check it out, or if you don't get time today, I'll go ahead and give you the spoiler alert. Joseph still came out on top. The dream actually did come to pass. Now he had to go through hell and high water, but the dream came to pass. So this is a three in one, but you have to walk, serve, and live in the promises of God because there's so much in store for us. There's so much that if we stay humble, it's ours. It's already written. The Bible even says it like this, for if my people, he specified my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, I will heal their land. So what God is saying even in that moment is, once you realize that you can't do this thing alone, once you lay down your faults, lay down your troubles, lay down your insecurities, lay down your uncertainties. A lot of us don't know who we are or how to get there. And guess what? That's okay, even if we've seen a glimpse of our future or if we know that we're attracted to a certain thing. The ideas and opinions that we may have adopted over time can contaminate that. So as you take away these tools that I've given you, I want you to think about what are you naturally good at? What naturally makes you feel good? Sometimes finding our place has always been there. Something that has always been a part of you. But you have to have the posture and the faith to believe that the thing that you are naturally good at just may be a part of your purpose. Finding your place is simply just about learning 
who you are and developing that person to be great. Without the troubles of life, we can't have triumph. So I just encourage you that whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you're experiencing in this time, stay encouraged. And to all the dreamers out there, keep your hope alive. Don't allow your dreams to die. God is so intentional. And that even comes to the fact that he made you. He was intentional about placing you on this earth. You are a problem solver. So I just want to leave you with this decree because I know that God cannot, will not, and has not failed me. But I want you to repeat this decree with me. Say this, I am in divine alignment with my assignment and my faith accelerates my journey. Believe that and stand on it. Until next time, y'all, plant, blossom, and keep growing.